final one test. <clears throat> Your attention, please. We are going to begin boarding flight 277 to Norwood momentarily. At this time, we would like to pre-board families with small children, those who may require extra assistance, first-class passengers, and animal impersonators. Riders Radio Theater is on the air! It's the riders on the radio. Come on, partner, saddle up and go. Get ready for the cowboy show. Roll lady, roll lady, day. We've been working since the break of day. We've been doing it the cowboy way. And now it's time to play. We're gonna ride the rope and wrangle the tune. We're gonna hoop and holler and holler at the moon. Yes, partners, it's time to saddle up and ride the airwaves once again with America's favorite cowboys, Riders in the Sky. To Slim, the man of many hats, Woody Paul, the king of the cowboy feathers, and Ranger Doug, the idol of American youth. <laughs> this is Texas Big Spinner inviting you to join Riders in the Sky for a thrilling program of high yoga adventure. We're going to ride and rope, wrangle the tune. We're going to hoot and holler and holler at the moon. Oh, 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 oh. And now for the 2366th performance of their long and winding career, here are Riders in the Sky! Thank you, Texas Vic Spender, the voice that sold a million baby chicks over Border Radio. And a passel of prayer cloths, too. And thanks to you, buckaroos and buckarettes here in the historic Emory Theater. And to those dozens of you listening to us via the modern miracle of radio. Riders in the Sky consists of, to my left and your right as you face the dial, a man as western as biscuits and beans. He's too slim. I'm Ranger Doug, idol of American youth and as all-American as hot dogs and apple pie. To my right... Your left, a feller as southern as grits and red-eye gravy. That's Woody Paul, king of the cowboy fiddlers. And last but not least, Joey, the cow polka king, who will now play a selection from the Slovenian national anthem. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Joey. And now, onward into the show. Starting with a rollicking romp in the Old West, a Bob Nolan classic called The Song of the Rover. I've been away, but there'll come a day, so darling, don't you cry. Here comes your rover coming home. Back in the pack and back in the track and straight as an arrow flies. Here comes your rover coming home. Back to the open range and roping, one little gal I knew. Back to the waving, saging, saving all my love for you. Home to the gate and stand there waiting, smile as I come by. Here comes your rover coming home. I've got a yearning home, fire's burning, darling, don't you 
cry Here comes your rover coming home I see the light of your eyes so bright And I see a clear blue sky Here comes your rover coming home Out of a storm cloud into a warm cloud Time in each step to you Watching the rainbow down by the lane Go climbing to heaven's blue One little mile more, save me a smile for darling, you know why Here comes your rover coming home Here comes your rover coming home Riders Radio Theater will ease back into your life like an old boot following this amazing word from Deadwood Darlene Horse floss Show Mr. Tooth Decay who's boss Mr. Ginger Biters pays the cost When you switch to horse floss Now you know folks there's an old saying Never look a gift horse in the mouth Well, who would want to? Yeah, gummy alfalfa bits Rancid range cube particles Trail breath that could blow your bridle out at 15 yards Well, Deadwood Darlene to the rescue with horse floss The first step to happy, healthy horse teeth are you sick of the heartbreak of yellow nubs? Can you afford mountains of bills from crowns and root canal work on old Dolly? No, me neither. That's why there are big spools of hoss floss all across our ranch and regular unwaxed and the new cheese flavor. You know, teaching my horse to floss for himself has even brought us closer together. Boy, talk about quality bonding time. Hoss floss, Mr. Tooth Decay's double cross. Your horse's gain is his loss. Thanks a heap to Hoss Floss. rub it on. That's Hoss Floss, available at Mercantiles across the West in saddlebag size or the economical six-mile spool. A division of Deadwood Darlene's Prairie Lubricants, the official lubricants of the Cincinnati Reds bullpen. And now back to the Riders Radio Theater. <laughs> where it's time for the popular feature, Letters to Ranger Doug. Yes, time to find out what our loyal listeners are thinking. Too slim. Time to get a letter. Would you grab uh, grab one of those letters out of, oh, say, sack number 14 over there? Oh, okay, Ranger Doug. What you got? See, here's one picked totally at random. Uh-huh. Okay, let me open it up here. Let's see, I'll open it again here. Well, there we go, get yeah. Get it open, yeah. Well, you know, these, this new glue, is this Deadwood Darlene glue is uh -huh. really... What's it say, Slim? Well, it says, uh, <clears throat> Dear Ranger Doug, idol of American youth. That's me. I write from my heart. Hmm. My girlfriend, Estralita, is very beautiful, but also she has many moods. I want to ask her to marry me, but I'm afraid if my timing is wrong, she will say no. So I ask of you a favor. Estralita is wild for your show. All right. She never misses it. She especially is crazy for your big romantic Spanish songs. Oh, really? Me too, yeah. If you could possibly sing one and dedicate it to her, I feel for certain she would melt, and I could pop the big question. Is not helping someone in romance part of, as you say, the cowboy way? Thanks, amigo. Signed, Ricardo Gutierrez, Colorado Springs, Colorado. Wow. Well, you bet it's the cowboy way, Ricardo. Boys, let's, let's sing one of the most romantic ones I know, the great old classic Malagueña Salerosa. Oh, wow. This one, this one's coming out to you, Estrelita, from... Someone who truly loves you. Qué bonitos ojos tienes Debajo de esas dos cejas Debajo de esas dos cejas 
Thank you very much. That's a pretty one. Well, there you go, Ricardo. I sure hope it works for you, pal. Drop us a card or call us here at Riders Radio Theater and let us know how things turned out, okay? Well, moving on. Our next feature is the ever-popular today in Western history. Today we see that Buffalo Bill Cody had a pretty... I'm sorry, boys. Yeah. Let me get that. Riders Radio Theater. Uh, just a minute. Ranger Doug, it's for you. Oh, really? Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. Hello, Ranger Doug, idol of American youth. Oh, well, hello, Estrelita, or, or should I say, Buenas Tardes. Yes, well, well, thank you. Yes, I'm glad you liked it. Uh-huh. I'm glad I make you feel like a, a volcano. Gosh. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, the song was from Ricardo. You know, Ricardo, the guy who's there with you. He's what? He's banging his head against the wall. <laughs> No, no, Estrelita, I'm not, no, not, not me, you see, I know, but I have a show to finish. I'm certain that you could, dear lady, believe me, but I don't doubt that for an instant, but, wow, this phone's getting hot. Texas Mix, help! Certainly, too slim, Woody, dials that phone. Okay. That's all the time we have this week for letters to Ooh. Ranger Doug. Write to Ranger Doug at Post Office Box 277, Whites Creek, Tennessee, 37189, and remember, how many times has he told you, don't call him at work. <laughs> Riders Radio Theater is a Mammoth Radio Pictures production in association with WBXU. This program is being taped live at the Emory Theater in the Queen City of the West, Cincinnati, Ohio. <laughs> 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 
Stay with us, Saddle Pals. We'll be right back. Here's a little of the Woody Paul Western theme, number 13. Buckaroos and Buckarets, you're listening to Riders Radio Theater. <laughs> and now, Riders Radio Theater presents the ongoing saga of the Cowboy Way. Tonight, episode 13, the concluding chapter of the exciting Western melodrama, Trail of the Diamond Desperado. As faithful listeners will no doubt recall, when Riders in the Sky went to the first rational bank of Tumbleweed Valley for a springtime spruce-up loan for their ranch, they discovered that their bank was on the verge of collapse. The problem was that First Rational had invested heavily in diamond futures from an Australian mine called the Sally B. But mysteriously, all diamond shipments from there had suddenly stopped. In an effort to save their hometown bank, the riders journeyed to the Kimberley region of Western Australia to find out what was wrong at the Sally B. There they found that the Prince of Villains, Ace Winburn Slogum, and his heinous henchman Charlie were the diamond desperados behind all the trouble. Then, after a horrendous mine cave in, Charlie escaped with the thousands of diamonds they'd stolen. Slocum was captured by the riders, and Ranger Duck found himself in possession of a most unusual object. Gosh, what's that you're holding, Ranger Duck? Boy, it's just a rock that fell on me while I was running out of the mine cave in. I got so dizzy and confused, I, I didn't drop it, I just carried it on out like a football. Ranger Duck, that's not a rock. Holy moly, it sure isn't. And now episode 13, the concluding chapter of Trail of the Diamond Desperados, entitled Big Rocks in Cowtown. Well, if it isn't a rock, then what is it? Well, let's knock the dust off, dear, and uh, if it's what I think it is... Oh, it is! It sure is! Holy wow! It's a diamond the size of a basketball. Rotten luck. That diamond is... Ten times larger than any diamond ever found in the history of the world, Ranger Doug. But it's so perfectly cut. How's that possible? How yeah. can it be? Well, Ranger Doug, diamonds have perfect cleavage, and the abrasive action of the mine collapsing must have cut it to perfection. This makes me sick. What do you think it's worth, Woody? A diamond that size, that perfect? It's literally priceless, Ranger Doug. I thought as much. We leave this happy scene for a moment to tie up one of the many loose ends that must be dealt with in this episode. This one deals with Charlie. Faithful listeners will recall that when the riders arrived at the Sally B. Mine, Charlie tripped Slocum and escaped with over 5,000 purloined gem-quality diamonds and headed down the back trail of the mine. However, unbeknownst to him, High Constable Sheetrock of Narnargoon had sent up that same trail his faithful little kangaroo, Joey. No, the other Joey. Yes, that's the one. It is this Joey that Charlie, as he makes his getaway, is about to encounter. Hey, what's that up ahead? Kangaroo wearing boxing gloves, huh? <laughs> what a laugh. 
Beat it, Bob. When a huge 300-pound doofus orders you to step aside, most folks will, but not this plucky little three-foot-high kangaroo. Instead, he advances. Okay, you asked for it, Shorty. This is gonna be fun. <laughs> well, say, stand still. Hey, hey, hold on, stay in one place now. Hey, hey, ooh, hey, hey, uh, ooh, uh, wait a minute. Uh, ooh, oh, ooh, ooh, uh, ooh, oh, ooh, 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 ooh. It's really no contest. The smaller skilled boxer can always defeat the bigger, brawnier doofus. And so after a couple of quick one-two-one-twos to set him up, the little Joey bangs Charlie with a terrific uppercut that sends the 300-pound villain crashing into our next cereal. <laughs> Thus it is that a few moments later, a certain little kangaroo wearing boxing gloves hops down the trail and bounds up to a waiting high constable sheetrock. Is that you, Joey? Oh, no, no, the other Joey. Ripper, it is you, Joey. Good to see you, Cobble. Did you think I hate that doofus? Monzo, we can go home now. Hang on, you're looking a mite full in the pouch there, mate. Let me put my hand in there and see what's awaiting you down. Hello? What's this? Well, it's a sack of diamonds. I always wondered what was in that pouch, mate. Well, come on, we better get back to Narnagoon and try to sort all this out. Sorting it all out takes some doing, but eventually, after riders in the sky show up, the pieces are pulled together and everything is put in its rightful place. Slocum is put in jail. <laughs> the diamonds are restored to their rightful owners, which saves the first rational bank of Tumbleweed Valley. Miss Pika, start cashing checks and making loans again. Yes, sir. A grateful Australian nation names a beer after High Constable Sheetrock and Joy. <laughs> no, the other Joy. And the syndicate that owns the Sally B. Mine rewards riders in the sky by letting them, letting them keep the fabulous basketball-sized diamond that fell in Ranger Doug's arms as he escaped from the collapsing mine. Thus it is that several days later, riders in the sky are back on their home on the range, the famed old Harmony Ranch. And as they are so many mornings, they're gathered around the kitchen table just finishing breakfast. But there's something very different about this breakfast, because in the center of the table rests a diamond the size of a basketball. Ah, that's some centerpiece there, side meat. Well, I thought we might as well enjoy it uh, before we sell it. <laughs> well, hey, what's the matter there, Too Slim? Yuck, these eggs are terrible. Ugh. Awesome, man. They taste like stale beans. Because they are stale beans. Well, that explains that. Well, how about another cup of coffee, side? All right, Ranger Doug. Uh, just twist it off there when your cup's full. There <laughs> we go. Uh, that ought to do it. Yeah, nothing like a good cup of coffee. Really? <laughs> Say, Slim, when is that buyer from Cartier supposed to be here? Any time now, Ranger Doug. Ask me one of them biscuits there, Slim. Oh, here, Woody. Catch. <laughs> oh. You got it. You got it twice. <laughs> now, that's a biscuit. <laughs> you know, when we get our dough for this diamond, I think I'm going to take my share and open up one of them fancy bed and breakfast. I'm going to call it bed and beans. <laughs> You're going to have to be able to cut one of these biscuits open and put some apple butter on it if you oh. expect somebody to really eat one of these things, side well, meat. Well, all you need's a knife. I'll get you one. <laughs> you know, with or without a knife, he's going to have to pay anybody to eat one of these things. Well, if the estimates we've received are any indication, he'll be able to. Yeah, they say this thing is worth $4 billion. That's a, a, a billion dollars a piece. 
Wow, yes. what are you going to do with your share, Slim? Well, for starters, I'm going back to college. Back to college? Yeah, I always wanted to be a cruise director, so I'm going to graduate school at Xavier, Cougat U, and <laughs> get my master's in rumba and coochie coochie. Well, I'm going back to school, too. Really? Where are you going to go? MIT. Oh, Montana Institute of Technology. Yep, I'm going to get a double PhD in prime numbers and prime ribs. <laughs> Well, that's a double Ph.D., all right. I'll say, say, what are you going to do with your share, Ranger Duck? Well, Woody, I thought I might just take a long sabbatical in which I'll write what I hope will be the definitive work on the cowboy way and also the influence of the yodel on Western civilization. Wow. That'll be some sabbatical, all right. Yes, I like to think of it as my life's work. Speaking of your life's work, here's that knife, Woody. Uh, give me that biscuit and I'll cut it open for you. All uh, right, here you go. Good luck. Uh, luck had nothing to do with it. I'll just slice her open here. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it broke the knife. Sure did. These <laughs> modern knives. You don't make them like they used to. Can't cut butter with them. This axe ought to do it. Hey! <laughs> Face it, side meat. There's no way to crack one of those biscuits open. No way, huh? No way. Diamonds are the hardest thing in the world, ain't they? Well... Theoretically speaking, they are, but... Give me that thing! No, not our big diamond! Oh, wait a minute, side meat. Hold it! Hold it! I don't think... Oh, no! Oh, no! Our big basketball diamond shattered into thousands of pieces by the... Hardest substance known to man! There goes MIT. There goes the coochie-coochie Xavier U. And there goes my life's work on the cowboy way and the influence of the yodel on Western civilization. I guess I can kiss my bed and beans goodbye. Yes, you can. <laughs> Woody, what do you think all these little diamond chips are worth? Gosh, Ranger Doug, I'd say probably about $800,000. Gosh, isn't that just what we owe Marty Mar Marty for outfitting our expedition yep. into the Australian outback where we found this diamond? That's I'm right. afraid that's just about the size of it, too, Slim. The song you're hearing hum was originally recorded in the early 1960s by a man named Major Lance. It's called mm, 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 mm. And it's about a very depressed man who just sits in the park and hums. Faithful listeners will recall this song first appeared here in episode 12 of this serial. And at the end of that uh, episode, there were a lot of people who said, We don't get it! So we promised at the end of this episode that they would. Oh, is this right. the last word on Major Lance? Who knows? But it is the end of Trail of the Diamond Desperados. But don't think by any means that it's safe to hire a babysitter and plan a night out for this time next week. Because just when you think it's safe to turn off your radio, it's time for episode one of Rocket Rustlers. It's amazing, astonishing, astounding melodrama you won't want to miss. And it's coming only to this theater of the mind. Now here again are Riders in the Sky and Joey the Kalpoka King. Thank you, Texas Dick Bender. You know, it occurred to us that we've spent 13 episodes down in the land down under. In Australia, never once have we sung Waltzing Matilda. And I think the time has come to do just that. That's a great idea, Ranger Doug. Maybe we can get the folks here in the historic Emory Theater to join in. What do you I'm say? I'm sure they know all the words. <laughs> Uh, let's see, what does the melody of this great old tune go like? <laughs> Once a jolly swagman stopped by a billy bar 
under the shade of a coolibuck tree. And he laughed and he sang as he sat down by the billy ball. You come a waltzing Matilda with me. Waltzing Matilda, waltzing Matilda. You come a waltzing Matilda with me. And he laughed and he sang as he sat down by the billy ball. You come a waltzing Matilda with me. Down came a jump buck to drink from the billy bog. Up jumped the swag man and gobbled him with glee. And he laughed and he sang as he tucked him in the tucker bag. He'll come a waltzing Matilda with me. Help me out now, waltzing Matilda. Waltzing Matilda. You come a waltzing Matilda with me. And he laughed and he sang. By the Billy Boy, Mow you come a waltzing Matilda with me. Down came the courtmen mounted on their thoroughbreds. Down came the troopers, one, two, and three. Where's the jolly jump buck that you've got in your tucker bag? You come a waltzing Matilda with me. Waltzing Matilda, waltzing Matilda. You come a waltzing Matilda with me. Where's the jolly jump buck that you got in your tucker bag? You come a waltzing Matilda with me. Well, up jumped the swagman and jumped into the billy ball. You'll never take me alive, said he. Song may be heard as you walk down by the billy ball. You'll come a waltzing Matilda with me. Waltzing Matilda, waltzing Matilda, you come a waltzing Matilda with me. And his song may be heard as you walk down by the billy ball. You come a waltzing Matilda with me. And his song may be heard as you walk down by the billy ball. You come a waltzing Matilda with me. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, buckaroos and buckarettes. Shall we saddle them up and ride on this week? But tune in next time, same time, same station next week for another thrilling episode of Riders Radio Theater. So long, saddle The cast and guests of Riders Radio Theater bunk at the Quality Hotel Central in Norwood, Ohio. For more information on Riders in the Sky, Two Slims, Merck, and Dealer, Riders in the Sky International Fan Club, right to Riders in the Sky, Post Office Box 277, White Street, Tennessee, 37189. Riders Radio Theater was conceived, written, and directed, and performed by Riders in the Sky, along with yours truly, Texas Big Spender. The production foreman is Campfire Bird. Our sound effects wrangler is Big Zeno Clinker. For WVXU, the executive producer is J.C. Doc Keen, producer Lasso and Larry Ashcraft, coordinating producer Chuck Wagonmaster Ingram, chief engineer Jamboree J. Crawford, recording director Galloping George Son, sound effects Honcho Winchester Jim Springville, and the stage manager Solid L. Ron Esposito. This is Texas Big Spenders A and so long, Saddle Pals. We'll see you next week on Riders Radio Theater.
This is the VXU Radio Network.